Welcome everybody to another episode of My Life Not Yours and oh my gosh what a week it has been for me. I uh, I don't know it's just been great and I think I've woken up this morning and I've actually decided that I wasn't going to work today. Now I've done a little bit of work but you know I've been under it with a new client so it just felt so good to wake up knowing I've not got to look at my computer unless I want to. I also feel that today has meant to be as it is because a friend has needed my support with something she's going through and also I had to really focus on finishing my bathroom costs and oh my god. I don't know what I imagined I'd be paying for this new bathroom, but it's well over what I expected, but it's going to be great. And I've decided because it is expensive and it's going to look fantastic, I'm going to sleep in my fucking bath every night. So this episode, my friends, is all about judgment. I think this is episode 44. And funnily enough, I met with somebody the other week from Google and they were interested in my podcast and they said, oh my God, you've got a lot of content. Now imagine if I was still pushing this out once a week, I'd have so much, but no, I'm sticking with what I'm doing with you because it means hopefully I give you quality stuff to listen to. The other thing that I want to say before we get onto Judgment Day is I'm going on holiday next week and I can't bloody wait. So when I come back, the whole episode will be around my holiday experience with my friend who I've never been away with before. Without further ado, let's talk about judgment. I think we've all been guilty of this in some way or another and I'm not excluded because first impressions count. They say that when you go to an interview or when you're doing customer service face to face, that judgment is made in less than five seconds. Imagine that. Now, I've talked about before people saying my resting bitch face, which I'm quite offended with, actually, if I think about it, because my mum has this beyond resting bitch face and I seem to have inherited it. I didn't want it, but I've got it. But people make a judgment and have always done about me sometimes looking a bit angry. Are you vexed? Or is everything OK, Tina? Did, did you agree with what I just said? You know, I get statements like that just because my face just doesn't look very good when it's relaxed. So what I do now, I talk to my damn self if I'm walking on the street because I want to be approachable. And when I do start talking, people realise how often do you judge a situation and people? Sometimes we have to make a judgment call, especially for a work scenario or something like that. I do find it really, really interesting. And what do you base your judgment on? Is it the look? Is it intelligence? Is it written oral communication, their presence? And I'll tell you something, this is the, this is a great example, especially in the dating game. So say if I'm doing the online dating, you read a profile, if somebody can't spell and they've done a really bad introduction, I make a judgment and just think they're crap. <laughs> I really do. And then I think there was an occasion where I spoke to someone on the phone. I couldn't stand the way they spoke. And let me tell you something. That was history. Deleted and blocked because I couldn't stand the voice. But it's not right really to do that. But I think we all know and like what we like. But another great example for me is uh, Steve Bartlett, the CEO, diary of a CEO, um, author and uh, 
former owner of Social Chain, one of the best performing social businesses ever. He's only, what, about 28 or whatever he is when he started it or finished it. And he's a millionaire now. And now he's on a program in the UK called Dragon's Den. He does some really interesting interviews with lots of celebrities, you know, the celebrities that just refuse to speak to me. And one of them was a guy called Joe Wicks. Now, Joe Wicks came to prominence, particularly he's a personal trainer, but he came to prominence during lockdown because he offered free exercise to school children in the mornings. And Joe speaks proper cockney, almost comes across as thick how he talks. And I made a judgment on Joe. I just thought, here we have another all right looking white boy that comes onto the screens in the morning. He's all right, everybody, come on, jump up and down. Do you know what I mean? It's going to be like, just like that. That's how he talks, even though my accent is just shit. But when he told his story to Steve Bartlett, who was interviewing him for his podcast, I saw a whole different thing. I saw Joe Wicks as vulnerable, who'd started from nothing and actually captured a piece of the market that hadn't been done for a very long time. And I guess my point is I had a whole different outlook about him, but I'd made a judgment. And I think we all have to ask ourselves, how judgmental are we based on actions, all the things I said before, accent, dress, you know, somebody comes to you with a very strong accent, do you think they're a bit thick because they're not speaking the English lingo? If you're English and you can't speak anything else, there's so much in dress sense. I think we make a judgment a lot on dress and uh, that's probably a common one, whether it's someone who's got, you know, a woman who's got a, a skirt up to her ass and got everything hanging out or her boobs out. There's so many. And so um, interesting, there's a great, great magazine called psychology and this is what they had to said when I sort of looked this up because I found it really interesting because I used to be extremely judgmental I still judge but I've lessened it a lot now our brains are wired to make automatic judgments about others behaviors so that we can move through the world without spending too much time or energy on understanding everything we see. Sometimes we engage in more thoughtful, slow processing of others' behaviours. You might recognise this as ruminating on what your friend or co-worker or family member said that bothered you, or was it always out of character for them? So I guess... Judging others' meaning is to form, give or have as an opinion or decide about something or someone, especially after thinking carefully. To express a bad opinion of someone's behaviour often because you think you're better than them. And I think that just all sounded a bit mambo-jambo, right? But in a nutshell... The meaning of judgment is to express a bad opinion of someone's behaviour, often because you think you are better than them. Uh, I don't know if I agree with that, but then the books go on to say you have no right to judge other people's behaviour or other people because of what they look like or what they believe. I don't even think it's always about what they look like or what they believe. It's more about sometimes what they say as well. It's a combination of different things. So yeah, our brains are wired to make automatic judgments and I don't think that's ever going to change if I'm honest. So how do you know if you're judgmental? You believe that your opinions or ideas and values are always right and others are wrong. That means you're being judgmental. You're being judgmental. And I would dare anyone to tell me that someone isn't judgmental, whether it's behind closed doors and they may say to their cat, the partner, the wall, the house or whatever. But Mrs. Uh, whatever her name is down the road, don't you think she's a bit weird? Because it's judgmental. When you start a statement, 
statement like that, when you say something like that, or you're thinking it in your head and it's manifesting itself, A, it's negative, B, it's just not healthy, but we all do it. And I don't know if there is a way to get rid of it. Or I do actually, I think I'm coming on to that in a minute. You're also judgmental if it's challenging for you to accept other people's point of view and therefore you shut them down or silence them with criticism. I mean, we see that all the time and especially in the workplace when people are felt or feel threatened, they judge and they shut down. Um, And I think there's other things that come into play with judgmental. I don't think it's just about that word. But when we are judgmental, really, we are nitpicking and finding fault with another person or, you know, group of people and uh, an idea, situation, la da la da la da. You know what I mean? And in a nutshell, we are seeing through the filter of our own black and white beliefs. And condemning something or someone as bad, stupid, unworthy, etc. is exactly that. And judgmentalism also extends to ourselves. And it can lead to problems such as low self-worth, depression and anxiety. And I remember when I went through a really, really tough patch in my life, I think this was, it was really easy to nitpick and whatever about others. You know, whether it was friends, whether it is, why do they do that? And I remember feeling a bit anxious about a certain situation. So it's easy to go through the catalogue of people that were in my life and just say, but why do they do that? And why don't they do that with their children? And why do they act in that way? Why do they never go out? Always why, 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 why? And I think some people are worse than others. Okay. And that is an issue in my opinion. I've been told many a time about being judgmental many years ago and I think there are signs uh, there are ways to end it some use judgmentalism what a fantastic word that is as a defense mechanism I'm sure you can all relate to that as a defense mechanism it benefits us in a number of ways by making us feel superior or self-righteous and therefore giving us this sense of self-worth which is actually false so when we judge we feel great and it makes us feel fantastic but it's all of false sense of self-worth. We avoid we avoid our own faults by pointing them out in others, which is so fucking true. I'm trying to think of an example with me when I think about um I talk about procrastination quite a lot with a friend who procrastinates all the time. And I don't do much of it, but I have been procrastinating about this bathroom. And it's because of the cost. I set the intention last night, I said, right, you are finishing these bathroom costs and whatever figure presents itself it's going to happen the other big one because that's kind of a light example is when I do coaching with young people and I say look write down your objectives go for it give yourself a timeline and yet with me I've been a little bit wishy-washy doing my own bloody goals with timelines because I'm avoiding actually having to do it and also we judge because it protects us from being hurt by others. But you're blah, 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 blah. Da, 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 da. Do you get the um, drift? So here are some other areas that might be signs you're being judgmental. You believe that everyone is out to get you. I think we've all been through that. And I've always felt that a lot sometimes in corporate workplaces. And then I put in other excuses as to why that may be happening. And it just manifests itself. The list gets bigger and then you just become a fucking wreck. You expect other people to be consistent in how they are all the time not actually thinking something could be going on in their life. And I am putting my hands up, okay, because I am someone who logs behaviour, right? So if somebody, this is something I got pulled up a lot in back in the day, is somebody is very good at responding to a text 
or a message or, or whatever. And then suddenly it's five days or so and I haven't heard from them. What I used to do then is make a judgment and say, hang on a minute. So why haven't they got back to me? Then I start running them down. I don't actually think about there could be something else going on. Now I'm so much more chilled out and stop judging the situation until I know the truth. You struggle to see beyond a person's flaws. Uh, I think we all do that. Again, we make that judgment. Oh, they're always late and I can't get past it. They're always late. They're a waste of space and blah, 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 blah. You easily jump to conclusions. Oh my God. I feel sick. This is like a self-coaching session because all of this, I'm just saying, I'm holding my hand up. I usually jump to a conclusion and there's a friend at the moment and I know they're probably... I can't even probably mention it because they they listen to this podcast, but I've jumped to a judgment and a conclusion about them and just I've just written them off right now. And so what I need to do is step back because what will happen is I will vocalise my displeasure about how they are and they're fine. They just got shit going on. But for me, because I'm so used to them being available, they're not available anymore. And it's just like, yeah, forget them. Forget it. You know, (laughs) you struggle to tolerate ambiguity and uncertainty. Mm, Yeah. Someone is uh, nice one day or speaking to you fine and then suddenly it's all changed. And then there's some uncertainty around situations it's like mm, you make a judgment you're intolerant of people unlike you if they're not like me I'm intolerant yeah I, I, that's that's not me at all at all at all but there are people that definitely judge for that you're generally pessimistic about life I think when I was having a downtime this is many years ago I certainly was more judgmental then I think we can all do that because you're just low and everything's negative it's not just even about being judgmental and you tend to believe people are either good or bad you can't be in the middle yeah that's rubbish I I, I don't think I've ever said that, that someone's a good person, a bad person. I don't even make a judgment, to be honest with you, about how somebody is, good or bad. Actually, I'm lying. There are some rotten fucking apples out there and I'm calling it out. Yay! You struggle to truly appreciate or see the beauty in others. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen that because my energy attracts what I am about. And right about now, life is just sweet. And I'm attracting the people that should be around me. And actually, what I've made a judgment on, I'm going to be really clear here. There were a couple of people that have been in my life in the last six months. And I just thought, I make all the effort, blah, blah, blah. You come out of excuses. It's this, that and the other. And my energy has been positive saying, I love you. But right about now, I just need to take time out for myself. That's been the excuse I've made for not actually making contact with them because I I just don't want it. And then uh, a couple of others, just to finish this last part, you have low self-worth. You feel anxious around other people. You're suspicious and untrusting. You have a strong inner critic who judges you. Yeah, that's happened a lot, hasn't it? So um, how do we get around that, though? I had this voice in my head that was always talking to myself. And I'll never forget years ago when a friend said to me, you're spending too much time with yourself and you're talking in your own head. It's almost like you're bloody having some mental breakdown. These are some of the signs and it'd be interesting to see, do they relate to you? Some of the things I've mentioned, you know, I would say at least in the past and some in the present, I would say at least half, at least probably a little bit more. And when I was going through that and trying to give my little examples, did you receive any strong or uncomfortable feelings whilst hearing the list? Whether it's anger, shock, fear, defensiveness. I'm, I'm not like that. I'm not judgmental. Check yourself because I bet you are. And if so, you were triggered. You were triggered. 
and judgmentalism is an issue. And like I said, I was really honest when I said, whoa, you know, I just looked at some of the lists that I actually prepared and wrote down and it's scary. And as I said, I've been guilty of it at times and really struggled with it. Being tired, overworked or busy makes this even worse. So my good friends, listeners, people, how do you fix being a judgmental fuck? Of course, there are a few things. You need to work on yourself your self-esteem and the more accepting you are of yourself the more accepting you will be of others and it works the other way too the more rejecting you are of yourself the more rejecting you will be of others and therefore you are just going to keep judging every motherfucker that's out there so number one explore self-talk and scribe about it aka get a journal or get some paper and write shit down or put something in your phone your self-talk involves all the thoughts you have about yourself in reality not in the future not in a pretend world just take some moments out during the day to tune into what types of thoughts you're having and good opportunities to do this often happen while interacting with others going to work looking at yourself in the mirror or when you've made a mistake and um, I find my best time is always in the morning and I think and reflect and then write things down that I've been grateful for And I really try to turn negative things into a positive situation. Example, back to my beloved bathroom example, getting lots of quotes in. And there were two guys that uh, I had, quote, one I knew of who'd done something to me before. And I made a judgment with the way this guy communicated with me that I thought I'm going to use you, but let me just see what happens with the cost. And then there was another set of work people that gave me some quotes when they came in my judgment was professional know what they're talking about they're going to be fucking expensive I believe they made a judgment of me based on the quality of stuff that's going to be in my bathroom and guess what they charged me so much money and quoted on it and uh, I think there was two-way judgment mine was positive but knew they were going to be expensive and they just took the piss simples yeah because they saw I wasn't putting in the cheap bathrooms they just probably thought lone woman let's go to town and actually I pulled them up about it in a very positive way because all about karma and I said to them look I made up this elusive partner that I had because men will take the piss when they give quotes for trade and they think you're on your own as a woman so I said you know my partner and I thank you for sending the quote but my partner and I feel that this is a little bit out of our price range and whatever do you know they've been emailing me ever since to say oh we're better any written quote well they ain't gonna better the one that I had a good feeling about that's for sure you know think about how you feel uh whether it's um feeling a bit crap and when you're feeling upset depressed insecure or anxious try to pause and focus on that positive inner talk so if you're going through something that's just like oh my god the whole world is coming down on me really really go into that inner talk you know create an alter ego which could be anything that's the positive person sitting on your shoulder and just saying you can do this you can come through this blah 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 and record that self-talk in a journal or on your phone I personally prefer pen and paper I actually find it really cathartic in the morning to write things down and try to find some common themes or patterns that reveal your underlying core beliefs for example you may discover that you often think about how stupid ugly worthless or weird you are these beliefs will give you something to work with does that kind of make sense well tough if it doesn't i'm moving on because you really do need to explore what thoughts or assumptions are behind your feelings 
I'll leave that there, but we'll do more on this. Number two is acceptance. Self-acceptance is key because it makes you less critical of others. Self-acceptance is about looking at yourself, understanding why you are the way you are and who you are and embracing you at the core. Enjoy, love, look in that mirror and just say, I am happy with me. Some powerful places to start with this self-acceptance include taking care of your body and your health, writing your own affirmations. Today, my affirmation is I am kind and smiling. Now, remember, I've got a resting bitch face, so I use this affirmation a lot to keep smiling so that I look warm. Journal about how you feel. These are all the powerful places to start with your self-acceptance, remember. Make a list of everything you appreciate about yourself. Get in touch with your inner child. Mm, I'm not sure about that for me because my inner child was, I think I'm so childish anyway that I don't need to get in touch with that. I'm childish. Remove toxic people from your life. Yay! Big thumbs up to this one because I've had it done with me. People may have thought I've been toxic many years ago and I'm no longer in touch with them. But they made a judgment and they never really spoke to me about their feelings about me. And I think I'm always going to feel a little bit upset about that because the other day there was a group of friends that we used to get together, you know, a couple of times a year, if not more. We were just, I was new to this little group. And um, one of the girls in the group had decided that she was going to invite us round for lunch at a weekend. And somebody had already said in this group, there's only four of us, but I'm leaving names out. Somebody had already said, yeah, but that person can't really cook or, or something like that. And I thought, oh shit, what are we going around there for to da 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 and whatever and whatever and whatever. Anyway, it all kind of, it didn't escalate. It just descended into, we didn't go. And then this group, even though there were people within there that spoke, didn't really speak again. And I saw something on Facebook a couple of days ago and I saw somebody was celebrating a birthday and three of these people were there and I thought it wasn't the fact that I wasn't there but I thought that was pathetic why we just stopped speaking last year so I phoned this one person up who was supposed to be hosting I said I just want to apologize for whatever foolishness we were discussing about brunch no brunch what who was going where and I just said I apologize for that we're old it's life's too short and you know this person was absolutely gobsmacked because she said I really appreciate that Tina I said well look it's no one killed each other no one tried to poison someone it was pathetic and she said look when you get back from your holidays organize something we're all in and you know how good that made me feel not sure if that was a direct example of self-acceptance but I accepted that the situation that wasn't just me that caused it I felt that I had to make an apology so surround yourself with supportive people and read self-help books I can't advocate that enough reading self-development or self-help books I love it and do one self-loving thing for yourself each day I think that's really important. I think mine usually comes through exercise because I find it self-love because it's self-care. And you have to learn how to give yourself. And listen, this is what started my journey with this podcast of my life, not yours. I had to forgive myself for quite a few things. Number three, look deeper into people and situations. Look beneath the face and the immediate appearance of that person because we often find people who are going through some uh, tragic struggles. This in turn will help us to show compassion. I really like this one because I think, you know, you you do judge and uh, there's this woman on my road. This is another example of this. 
And I just remember thinking she's a crackhead and whatever. And she used to just be, all right, sis, and stop near my house. have a little chat. And I used to think, I don't want to be seen talking to her. And actually, she's a really nice person. And, and, and how I got to know a bit more about her. So I made a judgment because she always looked off her face, always got a black bag, which means she's got booze in there. I was on this date. This date had dropped me off at my house. It was balmy summer. We were sat in a convertible outside my house. And he said, oh, my God, that's X. And it was the same girl. I said, what, you know her? I said, oh my God, wind up the window, put the bloody roof on, blah, blah, blah. I said, don't be stupid, Tina. That girl used to be a renowned DJ. She was so prolific in producing and whatever. Then something happened in a relationship and something happened with a child. She turned to crack cocaine. So imagine that. I've made a judgment. This person was explaining to me about her and I just felt awful. And I was relaying this story to a friend of mine literally last weekend and she looked like she was going to cry. And um, it was just quite prolific that we do make these judgments and we don't know what goes on behind that face, what goes on behind closed doors. Be critical about your judgmentalism, which I'm trying to do, right, with you guys. I'm trying to be open and honest about me and why or what and how I've done it. Be willing to be wrong. Ask yourself, am I seeing the whole picture? Now, in the case of that woman who takes a lot of crack and drinks I didn't see the whole picture I didn't even stop to think what got her to the place where she is now and you know she looked terrible the other day as well by the way and I just think you can can you ever 100% know the entire story of another no you can't but just think about it the reality is none of us can so whenever you start to feel that wall go up between yourself and another stop and ask yourself do I 100% know my judgment is true and based on fact? The answer is going to be no. Make this into a habit and it will help you wear down your judgmental reflexes and open your freaking mind, people. And my last one to finish and close, ground yourself with mindfulness. Now, the word mindfulness has been floating around for a long time and people don't really know what it is. They think it's a bit like, you know, yoga, a bit spiritual and so forth, which, you know, in a way it is. So it is about paying attention to the present moment. Be mindful, be in the moment. When you start to feel the walls of judgmentalism go up, Try noticing your surroundings instead. Feel the breeze on your skin. Notice the colours and sounds around you. Take everything in. And it's funny, when I'm reading now, no, not when I'm reading, sorry, when I'm walking, I remember saying to a friend of mine that I'd listen to a podcast. And actually, sometimes it's just nice to be silent. So I've taken to, in the day, I mean, it's easier for me, I've got any children around or anybody else, but just not putting a television on, music on, and just being silent to see what I hear, whether it's, or the door ringing or something, you know what I mean? So I take everything in. And by redirecting your focus to the present moment, you cut the cycle of judgmental thoughts. How about that, people? Oh my God, I so enjoyed this episode and I had to bring it to you. And so, um, yeah think about your judgmentalism. And if there's one thing you take today, go back and listen again, listen to some of the signs, note them down, start a little journal, be mindful, just just be mindful. And anybody who knows me and hangs out of me, if you see me being judgmental, pull me up. Yeah, because you're listening to the podcast. I'm trying to practice what I preach and I'm being very open with it. I'm owning my truth, which is what this podcast is about. And on that note, please, 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 if you like what you've heard, share, rate, 
review and tell other people about it. I've got some exciting ventures coming up in the next few months, which I'm going to talk about, which I can't wait. But I'm out of here, people, because I'm on holiday from the 21st to the 28th and I can't freaking wait. Take good care of you and try to have a week not being judgmental. Ciao.